In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We hear a lot today about the crisis of vocations in the church, and it is certainly a real problem in our country. The number of seminarians studying for the priesthood in America is less than half what it was 50 years ago, and yet our Catholic population has almost doubled. And as for our religious brothers and sisters, they are rapidly disappearing. Those three traditional enemies of the spiritual life, the world, the flesh, and the devil, have corrupted many people today and have destroyed many vocations. I know it was only by the grace of God that I was able to find my vocation and to persevere in it. I was raised as an Episcopalian and converted to Catholicism after college. And I considered becoming a priest at the time I converted. This was in the mid-1970s. But I was still very young in the faith, and the church was in a state of confusion and disarray after the Second Vatican Council. It was only some 20 years later when I began working with the poor at a soup kitchen in Philadelphia and with Mother Teresa's sisters in Haiti that I was inspired to enter the seminary. Well, our three readings today also deal with religious vocations. In the first reading, Isaiah is a young man, perhaps about 20, when he has this wonderful mystical experience. He has a vision of the Lord of hosts sitting on his throne, surrounded by angels, and he feels unworthy to be there. But his mouth is cleansed by a burning coal, and when the Lord asks, Whom shall we send? Isaiah courageously speaks up, Send me. Isaiah is perhaps representative of innocent youth, pure and undefiled, who are filled with enthusiasm and love for the word of God. St. Paul, in the second reading, represents a rather different type of person. He is older, well-educated, formed in his convictions, and in his hatred of the church. Saul, as he was then known, was present at the stoning of his former friend, St. Stephen, and even approved of the deed. And he went on to become an active persecutor of the early church, seeking to expose Christians and to bring them to trial as blasphemers. But our Lord appeared to Saul on the road to Damascus and said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And in an instant, his life was changed forever. Paul became as zealous in promoting the faith as he had been in persecuting it, and he became one of the great missionaries and theologians of the early church. Our gospel reading today presents us with yet another vocation story. St. Peter is a fisherman an ordinary working man. He is not young and innocent like Isaiah, neither is he wealthy and learned like Paul. He might be someone who owns a shrimp boat on the South Carolina coast, just an average hard-working man. But our Lord steps into his boat and tells him to put out into the deep, Duke in Altum. And Peter says, we've been fishing all night and have caught nothing. But if you say so, Lord, we will try again. When they are overwhelmed with fish, Peter realizes that he is in the presence of someone extraordinary and says, echoing the words of Isaiah, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. But Jesus tells him, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be a fisher of men. The Lord calls all kinds of different people in all kinds of different ways. And our initial response is often the same. 
I am not worthy. I am a sinner. But our Lord reassures us, do not be afraid. Put out into the deep, and I will cleanse your lips and your hearts, and I will make you fishers of men. By the grace and power of God, you will be able to follow in the footsteps of the prophets and saints of old. And like Isaiah and St. Peter and St. Paul, you will proclaim the good news of salvation to those who walk in darkness and in the shadow of death. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.